Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause. Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy Wednesday, Andrew. It's the middle of the week. Speaking of Wednesday. Yes. Socks? Wednesday socks? Absolutely, my friend. What do you got? What do you got for me? I got, I got, I got Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein? Yes. That classic look, you know? <laughs> is, is this the one where his tongue is sticking out? Yep, sure enough. <laughs> well, I've got Pac-Man, and it says game over. Game over. So I, I wasn't sure. That may not have been the thing I should have done today. But, I was you know. actually playing Pac-Man yesterday. I'm not even kidding. It's not just because you said that. I'm in a waiting room in an orthodontics office. And orthodontist. And they've got Pac-Man to play. Ooh. I'm worse at it than I remember. Ooh. Those little goblins are fast. Yeah. Ghosts? Ghosts. That may be part of your problem. <laughs> Okay, all right, we've talked about this too long. Let's get back to First John, English Standard Version. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, and we've seen it and testify to it and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, and we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. All right. As we're walking through 1 John, uh, we have been noticing different connections to the Gospel of John, particularly this week as we're starting starting this letter out. And one of the next ones I guess we should highlight is the word light. A lot of light. We've talked about word and life and light. Now yeah. light. Light. Well, and, and John actually here in, in, in verse, uh, what is this, verse 5, he says, this is the message we proclaim to you. This is the sermon. This is the lesson. I have a message here, and this is the summation of this message. Okay. We heard it from him. Mm-hmm. We're proclaiming it to you. So mm-hmm. John gives us this, this summation statement. If we get nothing else from this lesson, from this letter, we're supposed to get this. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So one of the first connections I make back to the Gospel of John is Jesus said, I am. I am the light. The light. I am the light. Huh. I am the light. What do you think Jesus was claiming right there? And now John is saying God is the light. Yeah. That, well, that's one of those ego emes, mm-hmm. right? I am. When he said I am, Yahweh, yes, back in John. I yes. am light, yeah. 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 And now he's saying God is light. So yeah, I, I do. I think there's a connection being made there that uh, Christians understand Jesus is God. So John says, here's the message. Here's the thing. This is an overarching message. This is a truth about the reality of God. And this truth should now dominate how we live, how we walk, how we act. The rest of this that I'm going to write about to you is is what comes from this truth, what what builds off of this truth, how we should behave because of this truth. God is light and in him 
is no darkness. So if I want to have fellowship with him, where do I need to be? Mm -hmm. I need to be in the light. In the light, because God has no darkness. Mm -hmm. If I'm in the darkness, I don't have any, uh, if if I'm in the darkness, I don't have the fellowship with God. Is this what we would call a metaphor? If we're getting out our text talk bingo cards. (laughs) It is a metaphor. It's metonymy. Metonymy. God is light. He doesn't say he's like light. That would be simile. Okay. Okay. But this is, um, well, now I'm I'm thinking I'm getting my. uh, No, simile is a comparison. Comparison, contrast, like or as. Yeah. 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 So this is the metaphor. This just just is what it is. It is. It just is what it is. It's not metonymy. I got my words mixed up. That's okay. Yeah. It's just, it's just the metaphor. This is that. You're just dropping words so people can check off more on the bingo card. Yeah. Yeah. Inclusio. Inclusia, we'll get there. But <laughs> chiasm with with, with light, <laughs> bingo. Wednesday socks, <laughs> bingo, bingo. Uh, so light is God. What's darkness then? Well, darkness is, is evil. Is that going to be sin? Well, sin certainly is involved in darkness. When we're when we're in darkness, we're in sin. But darkness is the idea of not walking where God has illuminated. Okay. And I, I think this metaphor is supposed to give us a picture that God is light. God shine. He's if we were to relate this to, you know, something we experience every day, it's the sun. Okay. When the sun comes up, now I can see. Okay. Now I can see where to walk. The obstacles are exposed. I know how to walk around them, how to step over them. Mm-hmm. The, the Imagine being in a room and not turning the light on, wandering around, bumping into the furniture, tripping over the rugs, stepping on the Legos that the kids left out. Well, of course you're going to do that because that's the darkness. Sure. What what should you do? You should flip the light on so you can see where all of those things are. And what John declares for us is that is what God is. God is the light. God is the clarifier. God is the one who well, like light does, he warms and he comforts, mm-hmm. he scatters the darkness, he exposes the path for us, he reveals the obstacles. He does all of these things so that we can see where we need to go. So I'm reminded of John chapter 3 and that discussion with Nicodemus. When I think about the light and the darkness, in John 3 and verse 19, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world And men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light, does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light. The disease may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. And so we've got the issue of evil deeds or sin. That's darkness. But what I'm picking up on here is there is a heart issue as well. Do I want the light? Do I want to walk in the light? Because he says, here's a condemnation. Then when the light has come and Christ has come, there's people that don't want it. And they don't like the fact that the light exposes the deeds, exposes, you know, the, the obstacles in the path and the wrongdoings and so forth. Imagine walking through the woods, Mm -hmm. Uh, walking through the woods, walking through a bog. Imagine walking through a bog and somebody has gone ahead of you and strung up lights to show where the path is and the lights are blaring down onto the path Mm -hmm. and everywhere there is light look that's a safe path this is this is what this light is doing it's showing you the safe path don't step off 
into the darkness. If you step off into the darkness, you can't see the path anymore. You won't see where the the, the roots are. You mm-hmm. won't see where the quicksand is. You won't see. Here's the light is showing us which way to go. Yeah. One of the things this reminds me of, especially as you've tied this together with Jesus being the light, I am the light of the world. I am the way, the truth, and the life. All of those kinds of statements, as Jesus describes himself, we want to know how to live in this world. We want to know how to conduct ourselves as as humans in this world, as kingdom citizens in this world. Jesus came into this world to light the way. He says, look, grab hold of the hem of my garment and follow along with me. Mm-hmm. It, it's as if he is this is, is the source of light, this glowing figure who is marking the path out in front of us. But what I want to do is, oh, wait a minute. I, I, it's hard for me to make out there in the darkness, but there's this other thing over there that looks looks kind of shiny. I think I want to go, I think I want to go grab that. Mm-hmm. And I step outside of the light into the bog, into the, mm-hmm. why, why would I do that? But it's, it's just it's just what we do. We do it all the time. God is light. He shows the way. He exposes the path. Why would we ever step away from that? Not only is God showing us the good way, but he gives us good gifts. Yeah. Similar language comes up in James chapter 1 and verse 17. Yes. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Yes. So this again talks about this unalterable light of God. There's not darkness and there's not change in it, but that this light is for our benefit. It is for our good. Yeah. And this light is where we're going to receive blessings from God, good gifts from God. Yes. Uh, recently, I was reading something and a person just asked the question. This is Dallas Willard in one of his books, made the comment, are you going to do what is necessary to have abundant life and ministry? Or are you going to try to get by without it? Hmm. Now, I love the question. It was a specific context that I'm not really worried about. Just the question has stuck in my mind. The realization, again, God is light. God is light. Mm -hmm. God is life. God has offered us abundant life. God has said, here's where victory is. Mm -hmm. And, And so when God tells me to do things, when God shines his light in a certain place and he keeps the light off of another place, he's saying, look, right here, this is where life is. This is where the abundance is. This is where the victory is. This is where the success is. Oh, but I thought success. No, that's not where it is. That's why I didn't turn the light on over there. Stay over here. Yeah. Here's the light. Yeah. And and we sit here and we want real victorious, eternal resurrection type abundant life. But we keep going off after all these other things where mm-hmm. God's light is not shining. And it just gives me the question. Here's the thing. God is saying, I know how to have abundant life. I'm lighting the way for you. If you want abundant life, it's this path. And the question really comes down to me. Do I want the abundant life enough that I am going to follow God's path? Or do I think somehow I'm going to get to real abundancy some other direction? Sure. And that's the problem. We, yeah. we number one, we don't even understand what abundant life is. And number two, we tend to think there's some other way to get there than the way that God has lit. God is light. There's no darkness. Any place we're in darkness, we're away from God. And the Gospel of John, First John, this is all about the light and showing us the way to light. Well, let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We praise you, Lord, for being light. We trust you, Lord, that your way is best, that here is the good path, here is blessing and good gifts. 
We trust you, Lord, because you are trustworthy and there is no shadow in you, no variation or turning. And Father, we are delighted that you have chosen to create us and shine on us, shine in us and shine through us by the gospel of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. A week from today is the 14th. Which is which is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Which is that most loving yet forgotten. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we don't want to forget. Uh-uh. So huh. we want to do our PSA right now. And she told you, she told you she didn't want anything from you for Valentine's Day. No uh-huh. gifts, no, no flowers, gifts. no candy. She lied. Now yeah. we're going to talk about her lies <laughs> in First John. We really will. But right now we're giving you the public service we announcement. We just want to help you. You better have something. <laughs> you better. <laughs>